So as it concerns guilt and feeling bad, we would want to make a distinction uh, uh, here and draw a line somewhere between uh, or myths the guilt. Uh, and, and on one side, we would have constructive guilt and on the other side, destructive guilt. So constructive guilt is guilt such that it motivates us to change something and to elevate and refine ourselves and repent from our wrongs and, and, and to move ahead. And the destructive guilt is, is something that undermines uh, our uh, innermost conviction in our worth, in our, in our deepest sense of self-esteem. So we would say that, uh, and here we need a lot of kind of, a, we really need to focus to, to refine our thinking because there's so many complexities and things can get muddled. We can commit category errors and we can really scramble uh, our understanding up. For example, we can suppose that the way to feel good about ourselves is to always be perfect and always be right, and that's not the way either. Or we can think that if I if I uh, criticize or somebody criticizes my ways, that's equivalent to me being criticized. So we have to really carefully think th- things through here. So we would say that there's a difference between uh, 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 myself and what I do and, and what I think in my beliefs. Myself is is what it is, and, and it was, and it will be. I'm a five-year-old, I'm a 50-year-old, I'm a 100-year-old. And further, I see that, let's say, I am, there's extreme stories of change. There's a story of an African war general that uh, uh, tragically uh, took the lives of, uh, according to him, thousands of individuals with his bare hands, including horribly uh, the lives of little children with his bare hands. And then he came back from that. And and as far as one would suppose now, seems to be a, a decent uh, individual that uh, maybe is, is more than decent, maybe a great person, making a positive contribution to society, family man, all that kind of stuff. And we would say it, and the, the self is the same from here, from there to from then to now, insofar as this person's still around. Right? Uh, meaning I, I was the, this war general uh, and war criminal. Uh, and when I was, I was saying I am a war criminal, a war general. Maybe I wasn't saying a war criminal. You get the point. But and now I am the uh, rep- somebody who's repented and refined myself, and and all of this. So the I was the same. So it couldn't have been the I that was destroyed, and that was was it was really uh, kind of um, uh, was was uh, problematic. It was the 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 beliefs and the ways and the thought and, and all these kinds of things. It's like again, if I if I'm extremely out of shape and I and I weigh. 3,000 pounds, let's say, and I can barely walk. And then, with a tremendous amount of work, and here probably surgery, and uh, and all of that, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm lean and mean, a bodybuilding machine. It's still the same me, but I have a very different tool at my disposal. Likewise, I go from having a, a junk car to a to a, a luxury vehicle. It's still the same me, with just a different car. So it's the same thing. Now, different... Um, Things, uh, uh, attributes, and aspects concerning ourselves uh, uh, are in various proximities to to my deepest sense of self. Meaning, something like my car, uh, I may consider it to be uh, on the outermost limit of, of myself. I consider it a kind of an extension of myself, certainly when I'm driving. But I don't, I don't make the mistake of thinking my car gets scratched, I get scratched. Some do, right? It's possible to think of one's car probably as so much oneself that that one would just. Uh, throw up if, it, if the car was scratched, especially if it's a new car, we just got a paint job, right? But uh, chances are I can keep it kind of the extremity of myself. My clothing's a little closer to me, but also I can get very sad if it's something it's messed up, there's a drop on it, something like this. My body's even closer to me, uh, and, and then we get closer and closer. Uh, my, my personality, my the character, uh, that, that uh, my character, the roles that I play to those around me, and then we get even closer, my intellectual worth and, and elevation, Excuse me, my maturity, 
my uh excuse me my uh, degrees of, of selfishness and selflessness and, and my my retro human development those are all things that are super duper intimately close to me uh, and yet they're still not me I, they're still deeper and deeper and deeper aspects of myself to get to so consequently i see that i can be perfect and yet drive a junk car i can be perfect and yet uh, wear raggedy clothing uh, I, I can be perfect and weigh 3,000 pounds. Also, we would go so far as to say I can be perfect and yet have a deeply flawed personality and a, and a, and a really just to be morally trash and be intellectually trash. Uh, if I can make the distinction between myself and, and, and those attributes, I can still be understand that I'm perfect and good and perfectly good. Nonetheless, it's just that chances are then if I'm morally trash and intellectually trash, I can't make that distinction. That's the problem. But in, in principle, that would seem to hold because, well, I look, now I've totally changed myself. Uh, I, I've become, uh, I've acquired some worth morally, intellectually, same I. <laughs> it's like a new car, right? It's a new, uh, or, or a new clothing or something. Like this. So we'd say that constructive guilt is where we can make at least somewhat of a separation, even if we don't feel it. We can at least understand that no matter what I did, it's not the innermost me. And yet I have to deal with it because it's my property. It's like a car I can't get out of. I'm stuck in, in the pair of clothing I have, in the car that I have, in the body I have, let's say, in the body certainly until I change it. And I'm stuck in the mind I have and in the personality I have and in the worldview I have and in the level of true human development that I have until I change it. So consequently, it makes sense for me to be as critical as possible with it, to, to, to really work through it and work it out as much as I can, but without letting it uh, cripple me fundamentally. I'm always upbeat. I'm always looking up in the head because I'm not any of the, the things that I need to work on. I'm something deeper than that. I'm something more than that. But this is my vehicle. This is my clothing. All right. So if I can do that, then I can always take responsibility and I can feel really bad with it, it, but it'll be a always a constructive thing. The more I cry over my uh, stupidity and over the past, the not so great things I've done, the, the more elevated I, I get myself too. Because again, it would be like the more I, I see um, the kinds of uh, uh, how I, my body needs to improve. And knowing that I can improve it, the more excited I get. Ah, I can. Uh, here's a six-month plan to fix my lower back, my elbow, right? The, the, this and that. I have all these things to work on, but I understand it's not me fundamentally. I'm good. It's just my my tool. Now I can work on it. Some people would depress, admittedly, but uh, <laughs> from a certain angle, hopefully you get the point. So it's the same thing. So if we identify so much with, we're, we're so sunk into ourselves, our selfishness, our narrowness, every little criticism against us. It's a big blow. I can't believe I'm not perfect. I can't believe I made a mistake, right? There's individuals, uh, not uh, not uh, that that few of them, that cannot possibly admit that they made a mistake. It's 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 inconceivable. Cannot possibly admit that there's anything imperfect about them. Name one thing that's not perfect about you. I can't. I can't because I'm so identified with myself. My consciousness has blinded me. I can't see myself at all, no matter what I do. Uh, there's individuals that do objectively what we would call objectively horrible, awful things. Mass murderers, Guinness forbid, serial killers, uh, the, the war, war generals that take so many lives. No, there's no feeling at all. There's no sense of guilt, not even one iota of guilt in so, so many instances uh, and by all accounts. So consequently, we see that <laughs> uh, that's also a possibility when we're so blinded, uh, when we're so sunken to ourselves. Conversely, it's possible to... Uh, to um, to, to, to be super duper critical for a person that can disassociate a little bit from his or her narrow self, to be very critical, to be very attentive to to oneself and one's wrongs and and all of this, but to feel great about it. I'm 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 uh, I'm trying to perfect my my means of expression. 
uh, I just like my means of, of car expression. I want as good a car as possible. My means of clothing expression, give me the best clothing possible. And my means of uh, self-expression, my personality, my mind, all of this. I'm trying to express myself. I'm trying to express perfection. All right? I'm trying to express greatness and goodness and, and, and love and beauty and truth and justice and all of these things through my limited means. So let me know how I can do that. Let me know what changes I can make concerning any aspect at all of myself. I'm not traumatized by it. I'm not offended or insulted because I know there's always a deeper level of self that in truth I really am that is never affected by the, uh, by the criticism, by the negative things. So that's the idea. Yeah, if we can make that distinction, hopefully we can be very critical of ourselves and feel guilty and feel bad and feel and cry even over our, our mistakes. And yet it'll only serve to elevate us as opposed to being crippling, dysfunctional guilt that is for no good point. So let's think about it and keep it in mind. Thank you for listening.